What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Gaming and Chill podcast, and today we're going to be talking about The Boys. Before we begin, this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. So The Boys is a new series on Amazon, but it's based upon an old comic book as a lot of good properties are and there are some huge differences but let's talk about the show on amazon which is i'm sure where a lot more people are going to be familiar with it i'm not going to go into spoilers because this is still a very new show this show is good in one word There is a lot going on, and there's a lot of things that they say, hey, there's going to be some graphic violence, some language, some, and some sexual content, but they kind of don't go into it. Um, There are some triggery things, such as uh, the large majority of it is, uh, there are some instances of uh, assault, let's put it that way. Um, and there is some sexuality, um, but that goes back to the assault, so it's not titillating or anything. It makes you go, I feel gross, and then you see it again, you go, I feel gross, but it's comeuppance. Um, so not to be too, uh, not to give too many spoilers, but... A guy assaults a woman in a very Me Too, Harvey Weinstein sort of way of, well, I thought you wanted this position in a job, so I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, and you're sitting there going, this is directly, directly at the heart of the Me Too movement, of a person in power using their power to coerce and assault someone in that's beneath them. And then later on in the series, the person who is doing the assaulting is assaulted. So it makes you go, this isn't good, but, uh, turnabout's fair play. I would suppose. And the character, I believe genuinely has a, Oh my God moment. Everything else in the show is a lot of language And a lot of violence. Um, It doesn't hold back 
Let's work that way. Uh, one of the main characters is Scottish and has a lot of Scottish language. Things that are acceptable to say in Scottish vernacular, but uh, in American vernacular, maybe not so much. That being said, this show is actually really good because it portrays superheroes in a very different light. And I don't want to say super villains because while they're villains, they're not doing evil things in public. So I guess the best way to word it is like if Superman, which is a direct allegory in this show, if Superman was good out in public, saved everybody, you know, he went in, into a burning building and saved the nuns and the orphans and, you know, all that. But in private was kind of a jerk, was egotistical and cruel and vindictive. But then you also peel back another layer and go, wait a minute, that plane that went down, he says he was unable to get to it in time, but he could have, but didn't, for self-image or for political reason. There's a lot of political ideas in this show because I don't think it's spoilers to say the company that basically runs the media marketing for superheroes basically wants the superheroes in the military. So it's trying to angle things to make them look good. And superheroes are not superheroes. They're not the Avengers. Or they just do the right thing because it's the right thing. In this show, it's all part of a company. They're all saving people a schedule... There's team-ups and mash-ups for media coverage and social media. It's just really different. Because it's not the Avengers. And I think it comes, honestly, at a perfect time. Because with the large chunk that has to deal with the Me Too movement, which is a huge theme... And people in power abusing their power for the sake of power. And the political aspect. And then coupling that with, we just got done with Endgame. I mean, it just came out on digital. We just got Avengers Endgame. So it's something we've been dealing with for a good chunk of time as superheroes. So it's refreshing to see a different look at the superheroes now you might say but watchmen did it but watchmen didn't rorschach was a dark character but rorschach was rorschach night owl was well he was just a weak guy who only felt powerful in the suit whereas these superheroes in private they're just terrible human beings on the outward appearance, they're powerful titans who save people. But underneath it all, it's all smoke and mirrors and social media projects and trying to make political advances. 
and being cruel and vindictive and truly evil. So I think there's a huge, there's a huge divide that makes it feel interesting to watch. Because in the show, there's one superhero that's good on and off the social media eyes. That in private is just as good as in public, who strives to actually do good both on and off the streets. I think it's very refreshing because let's be honest, we're all suffering from superhero burnout where we go, cool, we got another Avengers movie. What good are they going to do now? Cool, we get another Captain America movie. Captain America is the infallible Jesus metaphor. Cool, we get more Iron Man. All the movies are good, but they're not new. They're retreads. The Boys is something new. The Amazon show, like I said, is very different from the comic books. The comic books were written in a very, very different time. They were written in 2006. So it's not really super about the Me Too movement, but it portrays the same idea because the same action does happen. But it deals with other topics. Talks about... Uh, I haven't read it all, truthfully. Uh, there's a lot to read. There's 72 issues. There's stuff to do with Russia, so far that I've read. There's stuff to do with the uh, gay community. And as such, truthfully, it's not very politically correct. It's a lot harsher. There's a lot more sexuality in it. It's readable. But in this instance, I think I like the Amazon show better. Which, write it down. I think this is the first time I've said I like the show more than the comic. Even amongst all the Avengers and stuff like that. The Avengers stuff has a lot more information. But the comic book for the boys just seems to be... Kind of... Crasser than I like. It's a lot less... PC. I'm not Captain Everything Has to Be PC. I'm okay with something being offensive for the sake of being offensive because... When you look at something offensive, it opens up an idea and a question to yourself of, do I find this offensive and why? If you never face the offensive, you never have to be uncomfortable and define your position. So I think being able to define your position by the offensive is actually a good thing. But this is, I'm just going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Especially in the the arc that had a lot to do with the gay community was very 
disparaging. It was very crass and rude and had slurs. Then I'm like, once or twice, okay. But when an entire arc is dominated with that sort of language, I was like, well, it's not really for me. It kind of turned me off onto that arc. The idea, the accomplishment, the story told was good. Just the way in which it was told was just not good to me. I continued reading because I don't believe that just because something isn't to your liking doesn't mean automatically put it down or it needs to be canceled. I'm starting to fall out of league with the cancel culture of I don't like something, it needs to stop. If I don't like something, I can put it down. I chose not to because, well, I want to continue reading it. I want to give something a chance. If I don't like it at the end, I can go, you know what? I didn't like it. Here's why. And I can talk about it. I talked about it with a friend at work. I was like, hey, have you seen the show? They watched all the show. We talked about it. I go, hey, just to let you know, it's based on some comics. I personally think the show's better. And you can probably just stick with the show. Because they tell, in my thought, so far, two different stories. One is about revenge, and the other one is about just kind of being a group that does this sort of thing, and revenge. And the revenge story is more compelling, because ultimately it's about a character who is learning that the world in which they idolized isn't true. The show definitely has the idea of people are in love with these superheroes because they love the image of them. But they wouldn't love the people. They wouldn't love the person behind the mask. They like Superman, but they would hate Clark Kent. And yes, they do have their their analogous Justice League, complete with Batman and Wonder Woman Superman and the Flash and Aquaman. But they're all terrible people. They really are. Underneath it all, they're what would happen if any one of us was given an immense amount of power. No culpability. No accountability. For when things go wrong, no one goes, hey, you did something wrong. There's none of that. Again, I think that's refreshing, in a way. Because for so long, superheroes have been the good guys. Pure and simple. You don't have to worry about whether Iron Man is gonna go home and be misogynistic or racist. Or go against what he preaches. You don't have to worry about Captain America going home and assaulting someone. But in this show, it shows that unless a person is very vigilant, very, very, very vigilant against basic human nature... Absolute power corrupts absolutely. 
Look at how many people in the public eye, media producers, television, movies, film, even online media kind of recreation, they get a monicum of power and they start they start being creepy. They start being a little bit too much where you go, I dude, you uh took it too far. You used your position to coerce people to send you things, to behave certain ways. It's like Spider-Man's uncle said, Uncle Ben said, with great power comes great responsibility. But it's unfortunate we all have that idea. But human nature says, you have power, do what you want. You know, when you have the, I think they, I, I don't, I don't want to say it's a quote from the show, but it's definitely something that would be a quote in the show. It's like, when you can stop bullets, shoot lasers and fly, why should you do anything that a man says? It's like, what is it? I think it was a Kanye song. It says, what's a man to a king? What's a king to a God? And what's a God to a non-believer? You know? It's like as if we're an ant telling a man what to do. Or an ant telling a god what to do. The god doesn't have to do a thing you say. Because they can crush you. And in the show, it's shown that, yeah, humans can tell these superheroes what to do. But at the end of the day, superheroes can crush us all. And that's really what the basis of the boys is there for. The main character doesn't like superheroes because of an action. Action. The character named Butcher doesn't like it because of what happened with his wife. It's not explained why the others super don't like the superheroes. But they all have reasons not to like superheroes. Because they know what superheroes truly are. Terrible people. So I think it's an interesting... If you're not opposed to graphic violence and you're able to understand that there is some triggery stuff in it, um, like I said, language, violence, uh, sexual assault, but believe me when I say it's not just thrown in there for titillation, horrification, it's not objectification, or it's none of those. It's a cultural touchstone. Because, again, like I said, it's very in tune with the Me Too movement. I, I wholeheartedly believe. Because it shows the setup of how it happens. It brings it to light. Yes, in a dramatic fashion. But when the character was talking and doing his bit... I was like, oh my gosh, I could, could point directly at who I who in media... This had done this. It's a Harvey Weinstein moment. It's a direct touchstone to, I think, our modern society. So, I think that if you're on the fence about it, go watch it. If you've watched it, go ahead and let us know here what you thought. Did you have a favorite character? Did you have a least favorite character? And why is it the deep? Just saying. Let us know... Because we here always enjoy when you all interact with us. We always give 
giveaway, but we want to we want to hear back from you. What do you like to hear? What do you want to see next? What do you think we should cover? I know we've got a few guests coming up, I think. Still working out some of those details, but I'm super excited for what the possibilities are. But I want to hear from you all. So I think that's actually where we're going to leave the review. The review, TLDR, go watch it. I think it's good. In a morbid sort of way. So go watch it. So until next week, I hope that you all remember to be good people and don't abuse whatever monicum of power you have. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time.